trigger warning right now before we continue. I want to be considerate of those listening who may be triggered by conversations surrounding suicide. On this episode, I will be dissecting the issue of suicide among black children so that we can collectively move towards an era of greater and continued healing as black folks in Baltimore, Maryland, where I'm from and located and beyond across the nation and across the world, around the world. (laughs) Um, But again, if this conversation is triggering to you, meaning if talking about suicide causes you to feel really unsettled or feel bad within yourself, maybe mentally or physically, um, if it reminds you of a similar or past experience, then please, I ask you to please take care of yourself right now and maybe skip this episode and give past episodes on the podcast a listen instead. In past episodes, you'll uncover nuggets of wisdom from parents, educators, and innovators who provide you with really cool ideas and solutions for educating children beyond the textbook and Exposing kids to really cool ideas and options for building a better future is also a great way to enrich a child's life and to save a life. Um, So, but if you would like to support our upcoming multi-episode series on child suicide prevention, whether you choose to listen to the rest of this episode or not, if you say, hey, Mariah, you know, this is triggering for me. I can't, I won't listen to the rest of this episode, but I would like to support future episodes related to saving lives through child suicide awareness, you can scroll down to the show notes. I have a GoFundMe going for the podcast where you can make a donation um, to the podcast to help us produce a series on child suicide awareness for Black children where we're talking about awareness, contributing factors, We're going to hear from experts that help us to have conversations with children, um, preventative conversations and other conversations related to suicidal thoughts and tendencies in life in general. Um, And we're going to actually talk to students and we're going to have an episode on solutions um, that bring more joy to children's lives and bring more hope and bring more life. And so if you want to help um, make that happen, can scroll down to the link in the show notes Click on the GoFundMe and make a contribution. Most people are donating $20. However, any amount that you want to donate, I'm grateful for, and it is the perfect amount. Um, If you don't know where the show notes are and you can't find them, you can also just go to GoFundMe.com or GoFund.me. I think everybody knows how to get to GoFundMe's website right now. Type it in your your browser, GoFundMe.com. And in the search part of GoFundMe, so if you're on your desktop in the top left of GoFundMe's website is a search bar, you can go right ahead and type in podcast series to help end child suicide. Again, that's podcast series to help end child suicide. And you should see my face pop up and you will see that I'm from Raising for the Egg Gap Evolution podcast and you can make a donation. Thank you so much. You're greatly appreciated whether you make a donation or whether you share future episodes or whether you just, you know, remember this experience here and this here and make a point to know that child suicide is a thing and, you know, it's important to bring awareness to it. Thank you. So, yes, if you'd like to support that, I invite you to go ahead and do that now. There you will find more information about what your donation helps us accomplish on this mission to save more black lives and to help more children see the future in order to be the future. So thank you very much, y'all. 
Welcome back to the Egg Gap Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Phillips, and I'm just going to come out and say it. Uh, Y'all, America, we have a serious problem. Black children across America are dying at an alarming rate due to child suicide, and not enough people are talking about it. However, that changes today because we're talking about it here on the show. You may be asking, why are we talking about it here, Mariah? We usually talk about innovative programs for children, you know, things like kids in real estate or kids doing yoga or kids getting involved in civic engagement, even kids doing STEM projects and how that's good for their development. And we're still going to talk about those things on the show in future episodes and even innovative options for children that I can't even conceive right now because I'm still searching for those programs. And I know they're out here and we're going to bring them to the show. However, the mission of this show is to highlight ways to help children explore the vastness of education beyond the textbook so that we can close America's education gap together, education gap together, and help kids meet the future now. That mission can only be accomplished when children are surviving to see the future. And right now, according to the Journal of American Medical Association, young black children, in particular, young black children who are younger than 13 years old. So think about back when you were 13. That's very young. Younger than 13 years old are dying by suicide at rates two times higher than their white peers. Some very common causes, according to research, of these high suicide rates among young Black youth is bullying and racism. There are many more causes, and we'll get into those um, during future conversations on child suicide awareness and prevention. But let's really think about that. There is an alarming rate of Black children in the United States who are encountering bullying and racism. And if you are a person of color, if you're a black person, a person of color, nine times out of 10, if you are over the age of seven, you have experienced racism, you know exactly what it looks like, you know exactly what it feels like. And as adults, because mainly adults listen to this podcast, we know the pain that facing, whether it's racist policies, whether it's racist actions, person to person, um, whether it's microaggressions, we know how much that really, 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 really sucks, you know, to pull it, put it quite plainly. Um, as Black people, as people of color, we've, a lot of us have definitely developed coping mechanisms to be able to get through life, especially if you live in America, um, dealing with racism. But it's not something anyone should have to deal with. It's not something that um, anyone wants to have to deal with. And so imagine being a, eight-year-old child, you are in schools, you have the influence of social media, TikTok. Um, You know, bullying has been a thing since the beginning of time, I imagine, but nowadays severe bullying is definitely a thing. Um, And racism is definitely a thing. So dealing with all that at a very young age and maybe not feeling like you have anyone to turn to, that doesn't mean, you know, I want to make this clear before we dive deeper into this. A child committing suicide does not mean that the child has a bad parent or that there's something wrong with the parent. Suicide is one of those discussions that in large part is still considered taboo in Western society and in America. 
And so if you are a parent or a caretaker listening to this podcast and thoughts running through your mind may be, oh my goodness, I don't want to hear this because if my child is dealing with this right now and I find out the warning signs or if my child deals with this in the future and I know and see the warning signs, is that a reflection of me as a parent? And I'm going to say right now that I am not a psychologist, psychiatrist. I'm not a trained professional to talk about, you know, parenting or, um, you know, uh, mental health, which is why in this episode, I'm straight sticking to the facts from people who have done the research. But I'm going to come out and say, I don't believe that that makes you a bad parent. And I don't want any of us to listen to what I'm going to say next or what we're going to explore in future episodes related to child suicide and take that personally. I am not a parent, but I can imagine one perspective that can be helpful is that by learning about childhood suicide, um, you could be saving a life. You could be saving the life of someone else's child or your very own child. And so I ask that as we continue this conversation, that all of us keep an open mind about this is not an accusatory conversation. Um, This is a conversation with the intention of healing and with the intention of spreading vital information to save more black lives, to save more children's lives overall. Because even though we're talking about specifically in this episode, we're talking about the severity of black children in America killing themselves. Child suicide is an important conversation regardless of the child's race, ethnicity, religion, what have you. And so what we talk about on this episode and future episodes can be applied to every child's life, every human being's life. Um, And so so often, um, because we're about to just hop into the conversation, so often Black lives only seem to really matter to larger society and the United States when a very unignorable tragedy has struck. You know, a tragic happening that is hard for any of us to ignore because it's so... um, you know, it's so shocking. It might be so visually shocking or the event might be shocking and it may be all over the news. And so when things like that happen, you know, society wakes up, the human, the humanity in all of us wakes up and we say, Hey, I don't care what color this person is. Most of us, I'm not saying everybody, um, we wake up and say, Hey, this is something that needs to be paid attention to. Nobody should be treated horribly. So for example, police brutality, like in the case of George Floyd or the unfortunate and wrongful murder of Breonna Taylor by police in Louisville, Kentucky. These sorts of crimes against black people that are highly publicized are completely unacceptable, devastating, horrifying, and we should forever continue to say their names, these victims' names, and to fight for justice. But what about the black lives that don't make the news? What about the ones that don't even make it to age 18, to age 12, or to seven years old? These lives matter too. But it's up to us as adults who care about children to show them just how much their lives matter. And we can do that through courageous and conscious conversations like we're having here right now on the Ed Gap Evolution podcast and like we'll have in the future. And so when we talk about Black Lives Matter, I ask that from this moment moving forward that we all 
take into consideration as much as we have knowledge to and the ability to all the black lives that matter, the George Floyds, the Breonna Taylors, the folks that, you know, may die from diseases that the medical industry just isn't prioritizing learning how to heal for African-Americans. Um, and also, you know, there are so many examples, but in also child suicide among black children. So let's jump into some statistics on child suicide. According to JAMA Network, so J-A-M-A Network, um, which is an open access journal published by the American Medical Association, children as young as five years old are committing suicide. Yes, very hard thing to think about. Very unpleasant thing to think about. I'm right there with you. Researching this was not fun. But sometimes you got to look reality in the face in order to come up with a solution. Additionally, according to the American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry, suicide among young people continues to be a serious problem. And suicide is the second leading cause of death for children, adolescents, and young adults ages 15 to 24 years old. And that's, you know, that's, that's, that's all children, all races, all ethnicities, all backgrounds. So, well, I think we can come to a common consensus right now that child suicide is an issue that we need to pay attention to. It's not something that's talked about often. It is not an easy conversation to have. But I ask that if you have the ability to keep rocking with me for the rest of this episode, that you stay tuned because this is an opportunity for us to all open our eyes to the reality of what's going on and to work together to create solutions so that we can do what we can as, you know, a human race to make sure we end child suicide, to make sure conversations about it are no longer taboo, but they are conversations that we know we need to have in order to create change. So statistics for child suicide for black children specifically. There are so many out here, but I've pulled two to share right now. So uh, self-reported suicide attempts for black adolescents rose by nearly 80% between 1991 through 2019. Right now we're in 2022 and those rates have grown. I mean, just think about 2019. We had we hadn't experienced COVID-19 yet. We had no idea what COVID-19 was, you know, the majority of us in 2019. And suicide rates were skyrocketed then. Now, we all if you listen to this podcast nine times out of 10, you know exactly what it felt like. You know exactly what it felt like to be on lockdown. You know exactly how weird you know, 2020 through even now in 2022, but especially 2020 during the peak of the pandemic felt. And what that did to all of us emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, it was a rough time. So not only were black children, you know, attempting to end their lives at an increasing rate between 1991, which was 31 years ago in 2019, but then there was the pandemic. And now we're here in 2022 and the rates have further increased. Um, Black children are dealing with more traumas now. I won't say than ever before, but some some of the traumas and the ways the traumas are being 
experience are unprecedented because now we have things like social media, you know, um, to name one thing that could contribute to another social factor that children have to deal with emotionally that they may not have had to deal with before. And so research also shows that rates for self-reported suicide attempts did not change significantly among other races and ethnicities during that same time period. So I'm fully aware that when it comes to conversations on child suicide prevention, that it is a sensitive route to take to talk about the effects that child suicide is having on black children specifically. But I want to make it clear that this effort is by no means disregarding the severity of child suicide among children of other races. If you listen to this podcast, we prioritize helping parents, educators, and innovators cultivate and foster environments and opportunities for a better future for all children. Today, and just like in any case, it is always important to look at the facts and see what population may need the most, the most attention at a specific time. So if research is showing that suicide attempts for Black adolescents rose nearly 80% from 1991 to 2019 and it's increasing in 2022, and research also shows that rates for self-reported suicide attempts did not change significantly, uh, significantly among other races and ethnicities for children during the same time period, then we have a lot of questions that we need to ask ourselves. And that's what we seek to do on this podcast. Some of the questions may be, you know, why are black children committing suicide faster, you know, at a faster rate and more often than children of other ethnicities? Racism is something that people of color experience uniquely. Racism is something that black people in America experience at a very, very, um, you know, at an exorbitant rate compared to most other cultures. Again, not disregarding anyone's experience, but we're looking at the facts. And if we look at history, that is the case. Um, we can also ask ourselves, is, you know, these are hypotheses. Are there other are there resources that children of other ethnicities are able to access and take advantage of that many Black adolescents and children may not have access or awareness to, may not be taking advantage of? And if so, why? Um, you know, is it a thing when it comes to home life? Are, are Black parents dealing with unique emotional and psychological issues due to racism, slavery, a lot of different things that have happened in our culture that some other cultures just can't identify with. You know, and, and is that affecting the home? Is that affecting communication in the home? There are so many things, so many questions. Um, I'm not going to claim to be able to answer them all on this podcast. But I would like for us to join together to find solutions, uh, answers to those questions or possible answers to those questions and solutions to this problem. So you may have heard earlier in the episode that the goal, the next step, biggest goal for the podcast is to raise enough money to produce 
a well thought out, um, considerate, conscious and helpful healing episode, well, series um, where we produce episodes on child suicide awareness and prevention for black children and that I'm fundraising on GoFundMe in order to be able to afford to do that. Talking about child suicide, it's, it's, in my opinion, it's not enough just to say it exists. You know, here's the suicide hotline and I wish you all, all the best. The suicide hotline is very, very, very important. Um, I have used it for people in my life who, um, you know, needed that sort of help. And I'm going to say, yes, you know, those sorts of things are helpful. National Suicide Prevention Line. The number is 1-800-273-8255. Definitely use resources like that whenever needed. In addition to that, um, when it comes to conversations like this, we need to really talk about what does it mean to be aware. To know and to really be aware are two different things. Just think about if you have a relationship with your best friend, you know, or a spouse. Um, Someone can know that you don't like cheese, (laughs) but are they aware of why you don't like cheese? Are you lactose intolerant? You know, did did your grandmother make you eat cheese sandwiches the entire childhood before school and you just can't eat another piece of cheese? So please don't give it to you. You know, it's things like that. So rather than just saying child suicide exists, We want to talk about why it exists, you know, and how it came to be as much as we can and really look at it from multiple perspectives through the podcast and through conversations with qualified mental health experts, with sociologists and scholars, with people who can provide unique perspectives um, where they may have dealt with this situation within themselves or a family member. And you may say, well, Mariah, couldn't they just get on the podcast and talk about it? Uh, You know, what do you need money? Why do you need money for that? Well, um, for this episode series, I'm going to prioritize having black experts and professionals, subject matter experts and professionals come and talk on the podcast. And um, one of the goals of this series is to start normalizing compensating black voices and experts for sharing their knowledge, even if it's for 20, 30, 40 minutes for a long time, you know, in the United States. And I can imagine beyond um, people, African-Americans, black people. So often we are asked to share our expertise and to share of our time and our energy for free. And (laughs) while I am no means the arbiter of reparation funds, I do want to make this series, uh, take an opportunity with this series to to jumpstart, you know, normalizing paying Black people for their ideas and expertise. And so we're going to be giving guests on the episode a stipend um, for their time and knowledge. And, you know, just let's be real, all of us, you know, that's also a way for us to encourage folks to keep talking, keep sharing, you know. Um, to keep filling up that cup, financial support in this society is big. You know, that's how people are able to sustain their families or, you know, even if it's something like going out for a meal to recoup. You know, we're talking about a very heavy topic here and we're talking about solutions that take a lot of soul and passion. And so 
through the podcast, I'd love to start normalizing, compensating black voices and experts for sharing their knowledge. Of course, there are a lot of people doing it already. And, but the podcast industry is growing. And, um, I think that it's a good practice for us to start, um, making it an ecosystem where ideas, when ideas are shared and help is given in some sort of way, whenever possible, it's not always possible, but whenever possible, whenever we feel led to, to find out how we can give back to those who have poured of themselves to help cultivate understanding and healing. And so that is one thing that your donation would go towards. So like I said, people are giving, um, on average, $20 via GoFundMe. You can give whatever you feel. If you only can only do $5, that's beautiful. Um, some people are giving $100. That's awesome too. Um, it's about your intention. So if you feel led to give, please scroll down to the show notes, click the GoFundMe link, and go on ahead and make a donation for the amount of your choice. Um, also, if you do not have the ability to donate financially right now, it would be so awesome if you could share this podcast episode with your community, with somebody you love, even if you share it with one person, even if you share it on your Facebook or Twitter or Instagram account, that would be so awesome. And I would so appreciate that. And I wish you, um, you know, so, so much good for you taking that step too. That's amazing. And so um, your donation will also go towards me being able to research historical archives on black education in America, education for black kids in America. Um, that's something we want to delve into because when we talk about the future, it's great. It's a really great idea to examine the past. So that we really know what we're working with. So I'm going to be coming at you with some information about um, black education in America that I, I've researched from historical archives sometimes back from the 19th and 20th century. There's some really good information out there that um, through your donation, I'm able to gain more access to because the, <laughs> the best information is behind a paywall. Like that's some, you know, that's just the way uh, society works right now. And I want to be able to get you all the and everybody else the best information possible. Again, like I said, subject matter expert consulting, fact checkers and quality assurance, when we're talking about child suicide awareness and solutions, I want to make sure the information I'm getting to you is accurate. And I'm going to be open and honest about the fact that I, you know, Mariah, produced this podcast and will spend lots and lots of hours. I can imagine, you know, more than 50 to 100 hours putting or more between research, between guest coordination between putting the storylines together, between outlining the episodes, between getting the episodes edited and produced and writing show notes, more than 100 hours of my life um, over the next two to three months doing this. And so that means I'm not able to focus on other things that, um, you know, do bring other financial compensations. And I got to live too, y'all. So <laughs> your donation also helps to support me as a person living in the world. Um, and it also helps to get uh, sound mixing and audio editing. So I'm um, wanting to make sure that, you know, in order to keep a podcast episode interesting, you don't want to just hear my voice rambling on and on and on. Sometimes you want to hear a little music behind it, or sometimes it's necessary to put a certain sound effect. And I want to make sure that we have the funds to be able to do that. So that while you're gathering that information, you can enjoy yourself. It's, you know, it's more of a, um, of a journey and a storytelling experience versus just 
just cold hard facts and cold hard facts are good but we I like to have a good time and even though we're talking about a tough subject I want to make sure that I can provide as much comfort to you and other listeners while listening and learning throughout this series as possible. And so your donation helps me to hire people. There are people called sound mixers who add sounds and effects to podcasts and to TV shows, things like that. So I'll be able to afford to do that for us. Um, And also, last but certainly not least, um, your donation will help me to market this series to families of all income levels. So a lot of times, you know, it's easy to market to folks who are on Facebook or who have internet access, this, that, and the other, but, um, or, you know, who are looking for resources for children, but it's not just the people who are looking for help who need it. Sometimes people within them want help, but don't even know it's possible. And so I want to make sure that this, this, this podcast series on child suicide prevention um, and solutions can reach people, um, parents, people, families who may need the help, but don't even know how to look for it. I want to be able to find them. And whether that's through social media, whether that's through actually going out in the community, there are a lot of different ways to make that happen. Um, and so your donation helps to make that happen. And so um, just thinking of like, you know, all the different things I said just now, um, and I hope that we've gotten to a point where we all really see that producing this podcast series and producing a podcast episode that really helps to create change in local communities and the lives of black children fam- and families and in the world is far more than, quote unquote, just a conversation with a lady behind a mic. This is a production. This is a project. And this is truly a labor of love. And so um, it would be awesome if you or anybody you know or, or could ask would be so kind as to make a donation to the podcast through GoFundMe. Again, you can type in, you can go to GoFundMe.com and search podcast series to help in child suicide, or you can scroll to the show notes and click the GoFundMe link and make a donation that way. And I'd like to close this episode with saying, first off, thank you for rocking with me um, through this entire conversation. And just to say that child suicide awareness isn't someone else's problem. You know, sometimes when things may or may not have knocked on our doors personally in our lives, it can seem like, well, I have enough things to think about. I really can't think about that right now. And I do understand I've been there. We all have been there when we're all going through so much. Someone may be going through so much that you truly cannot spend time thinking about someone else's devastation. But I just want you to remember that at some point in your life, somebody took the time to think about your hardships. And although it may have seemed like they were the natural person to help you out, it could have taken a lot for them to do that. And so if you can find it in yourself to simply give a donation or to share this episode or just to send good vibes our way, I'm very grateful for that. You know, your doctor was once a child. Your favorite teacher or coach was once a child. The person who inspired you to move forward from that dark place you may have encountered in your life that we've all experienced at least once was once a child. And I, you know, just imagine if they didn't make it to adulthood. I get it. That's tough to think about, but it's true. Imagine if they did not make it to adulthood because 
they decided at a very young age that life wasn't worth living. This is a reality for so many black children and children in America today, deciding that life is not worth living. So when we make child suicide awareness and solutions a community issue, no one person has to bear the heaviness of looking the problem in the face alone and creating beautiful solutions alone. We can create beautiful solutions that lead to more connectedness um, and to more life together. And, you know, um, to get their strength in community, their strength in togetherness. So we all know their strength in numbers. So um, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're led to, please donate, please share, and please keep in, subscribe to the podcast, of course, if you're not already subscribed on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast, please subscribe so that you can get notified when the series on child suicide awareness launches. Um, And if you do donate, then you automatically get on a list where I keep you updated about the launch date. So I'll be able to send that directly to you. Thank you so much. I hope that you are well. Have a wonderful day. So what'd you think? How will you take what you learned today on the Ed Gap Evolution podcast to make sure that more children and families know that they have more options for building a magnificent future? If you like what you heard and want to get notified when the next episode goes live, please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll notify you when the next episode is out. Don't forget to check the show notes where I share information on today's guests. And yes, we do have a website. You can always pop in on us at www.edgapevolution.com. Again, I'm Mariah Phillips, and I leave you with this. Embrace the evolution, y'all.